Hello and welcome to In Search of Tracks podcast. I don't have anything clever to say. Hi, mm. Bob. Hi, Pete. How are you? I'm pretty good. Just hanging out. Um, I found a secret snack that I bought. Um, well, not so much secret because I've been eating this one publicly, I guess. Um, <laughs> but uh, right. I uh, went to Whole Foods around like October, November. Yep. yep. And, they, and they had pumpkin pie ice cream sandwiches. Oh, boy. Did you get so, yourself a little stockpile? I just bought one box, but honestly, it was one of those things where it kind of just disappeared into the back of the fridge or back into, into the back of the freezer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I kind of just like forgot about it. And recently I found them and mm. I've been eating them and they're really good, man. Like I'm not a <sighs> pumpkin spice guy. I don't really like yeah. get excited about all that stuff, yeah, but yeah, I do yeah. like a pumpkin pie. We've talked about that before. Oh, yeah. These are really good, man. I I might need to try and track them down because my I don't know what it was this past fall uh, pumpkin pie sprung anew it was like a, a resurgence of interest for me to pumpkin pie so shout out to Muller's Bakery in in Bayhead oh New shout Jersey. out shout out maybe the best pumpkin pie I've ever eaten I was. I thought I had closed the door on pumpkin pie in my life. I was full on like, yo, it's like, I like, I like pecan. I like um, good blueberry pie. Uh, apple pie can be good. You know, sometimes a little boring, but uh, pumpkin, uh, you know, I'm back in. I'm back, baby. So at your I'm recommendation, I ended up at Muller's uh, somewhat recently. Mm. I didn't get the pumpkin, although I no. hope to go back and get it, but I got yeah. A handheld little cheesecake, and it was yeah, amazing. Yeah, we got a we got a we got a secret snack meetup. So let's sure. uh, let's arrange with some of our local listeners. Let's make. A, why don't we do a little holiday hang? Like a, <laughs> either pre or post holiday hang. Grab some snacks. The trick of Muller's is that they close. Oh, do they stay open through January? I think they do, or. They stay up th- open through to Christmas and the week after, and then they close. And they close for the winter season. Okay. Think, so, so we, we might need to make a pilgrimage. Interesting. It's always sad because I'm always there. Like they have great bread, they have great everything. So, um, they actually have pretty good donuts. So, man, it's the best. Uh, we got to stop because it's late at night and I'm hungry and I don't want to eat. I want to <laughs> record. I want to talk some music. Pete, what are we talking about today? We're going to talk about a little band called the Ramones Um, Mm. and probably not the record that a lot of people would like to hear us talk about, but maybe, I don't know. We're talking about their last record. Um, Mm. Adios Amigos. Their 14th studio album that came out in 1995. That's the one. Yeah. Adios Amigos. Adios Amigos. It's, um, it's fascinating. Um, Pete, what kind of relation? We're going to keep this in true Ramon spirit, and we think some of y'all need to go holiday shopping still. True. So, so make sure you do that. We're gonna, but we're gonna keep this uh, tight and bright in the Ramon spirit. What is your relationship to the Ramones, Pete? Um, you asked me on the street, do you like the Ramones, Pete? I'm gonna say, yeah, I like the Ramones. Same. Same. But uh, I don't go to them very often. 
I I think I've listened to every Ramones album. I own a few of them. Mm. Uh, there there are Ramones songs that I love. Um, Pet Cemetery is like an all time track for me. I think it's like one of the catchiest songs ever written. Yeah, shout out. Uh, this record I don't have much familiarity or really love for, although. Mm. Mm. I somehow miraculously saw them on this tour, which is cool. A very young man. I was a very, very young man um, and didn't know who the Ramones were and was kind of getting into punk and like didn't really think of them as punk or like really Mm. know what I was getting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like not what I thought I should be listening to, but I was like, well, I guess it's their last tour. Like my friend's inviting me. I should go. And it was cool. I'm glad I did. You know, I I would be lying if I said I remember much of it. But. Right. Right. Yeah. It was. It was. It was only 27 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Like, I remember a lot of people up front. I remember it was at the Count Basie Theater in Red Bank, and it's a seated venue. And I remember yep. a lot of people standing and like moving around, which I've I've seen shows there since, and I've never seen that sort of activity. And I, just rem- yeah. and I just remember the like, hey, ho, let's go sign. And like, what's the guy that they have come out? Like the pinhead guy come out. Like, I remember sure. all of the kind of like animated shenanigans, kind of shenanigans yeah, yeah. Yeah. but I don't really remember much else. Pete, if you ask me on the street, Bob, do you like the Ramones? Yeah. Yeah. If you even ask me another step in, like. Yeah, but do you think they're cool? Like, how much do you like them? I'm like, yo, I, I like them. They're fine. <laughs> you're like, don't push me. Like, yeah, <laughs> don't push me unless you want an answer you're not ready to handle. Like, <laughs> full on, you you can't handle the truth, Ramones fans. You can't right. handle the truth. Because here's the deal. The Ramones are a great band. They're not cool. They're not cool. People want to say, oh, they're cool. No, what's happened is... <laughs> Like, look at those dudes. They're weird, ugly-looking dudes. I don't think they're cool. I don't think it's like clever or cool, like to be like, oh, they're cool. Like, yo, uh, whatever. They're not cool. I don't even think that they thought that they were cool. No, I don't think they did. Um, I, I think that there have been some misguided fans who decided to pedestal these guys, and it's almost like here's the thing: the Ramones were cool in spite, like in spite of themselves because they were not, they were so uncool. It came back around, but guess what? The second anyone started aping them or their look like, yo, their hair stuff, the hair, yo, Ramon's hair. You might as well get a, a Beatles like shag cut. Cause at least then you don't look like someone's mother from 1958. True. Like, these, their hair was the worst. They thought, yo, leather jacket and jeans. Cool. Look, they made it the lamest possible version of that. What are we talking about? Like, <laughs> like, yo, so here's the problem. More than almost any other band, Ramon's fans have made it hard for me to love them. Yeah. Because of the ardent, like, like dismissive nature of a Ramon's fan to be like, no, nah, they're the best. Pete, you know who I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I certainly it was do. like a dis like a disinformed opinion but here's the thing their first few records 
all have certified bangers. Just oh, like yeah. great songs. If you like guitar music with any sort of tempo and you're not super picky about vocals, <laughs> you should like them. They're really good. <laughs> and they do things with their melodies that are so simple, but really effective and really great. And like, uh, Sheena is a punk rocker is one of my favorites. I just think the melody that they have there, you start to hear them. If you listen to them and you're kind of like a deep punk kind of guy, like I never put together how much of an influence they had on some of the like early, even the mid period descendant stuff that they do as far as their melodies. Oh yeah. It's all over it. It's like sure. blatant. Um, so this was fun. I have heard this record before, but I haven't ever sat with it. Like I did for this listen and I gave it an open ear and an open heart and felt uh, pretty good about it. Cool. Uh, it's it's not one I'm going to be visiting all the time, but I will uh, say this. There were elements of it that made me appreciate at least a couple tracks. So that's a good thing. Um, Pete, before we get into it, let's talk big ideas. One big idea, 90s production Ramones. How does it work for you? Um, It doesn't hit me the way that a lot of other Ramones hits me. Um, sure. But in a way, I feel like it works just fine, honestly. Um, it, I, I, I it think works Johnny, fine was my my direct quote. Okay, yeah. I mean, I think I was actually reading up on this a little bit before we started recording. I think uh, Johnny Ramone, let me find this. He said, Adios Amigos had, quote, perhaps the best of all guitar sounds I ever, ever got. got. Yeah. <laughs> It was a good quote from him. Good pull. Like it's, it's the great. best guitar sound I ever done got. You know, yeah. like, like yeah, you you did. Um, <laughs> it feels dangerously close to the cleanliness of some of the like uh, the Bill Stevenson blasting room studio sound. Sure, yeah. But it's got a little more '90s guitar, big room alt recording. It's cool. I, I thought that was neat. This is the last Ramones album. Is that cool? I think it's kind of cool. I think it's cool. I, I I actually I like the idea of being like, hey, we're out. This is our last album. We're going to tour for a year. It's done. And kind of thematically doing that. Um, yes, I think it's kind of fun. It's all especially for a band that was around for so long. You know, so long had had was well beyond their their peak of powers. You know, the height of their popularity. Yep. Um, the story of them being dropped by Sire Records due to lack, low sales and lack of general interest in the band. Yeah, it's rough. pretty brutal. Um, but it also, you know, the Ramones were way out of vogue by this time period. So um, I give them kudos for kind of doing their thing. Um, yeah, at that point, they were just that band that came through your town once a year. Right. At like right. the 500 cap venue, you know? Right. And and like diminishing returns. I wonder what the Ramones' biggest concert ever was. I mean, they were one of those bands that was like enormous in South America, Latin America, I know. Um, yeah. So I, I feel like they played some huge shows I'm down sure there. I'm sure they did but, some big stadium sure. things. Yeah. yeah. No, best biggest domestic show would be fun too. So I'm sure someone could tell us that. I'm not Googling it. It's more fun to talk. <laughs> um yeah i i it's what is, you said is their 14th or 15th studio album 14th 14th some 20 ish years after their first record good yeah. on them good on them stayed consistent 
It's funny. That's like I think of I think of the Ramones as being around for much longer than that. But yeah, it's it's really only twenty ish years. Yeah. Well, um, it's because of the march of time, Pete. It's just I know. Uh, time keeps on ticking, ticking, ticking. Slipping, slipping, slipping into the future. Sorry, I like yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, you're good. Almond Brothers band lyrics here. I like um, Johnny Ramone had some choice cuts on this Wikipedia article that I'm reading about this record, where he said he awarded this album a B plus grade. I saw that. Thought it was said, pretty consistent. That a yeah. lot of our albums have low points. I'm doing this off memory. Have low yeah. points, but this one well, was pretty consistent throughout. He, yeah, he goes. Some of our albums would have three or four really strong songs, and then the rest would be pretty weak. But this one, it's like more or less everything's decent. It's like I really pretty like good. the the honesty of it because I actually I think that's like a spot on analysis, except for yeah. the fact that I think that I, I mean I don't know actually maybe maybe this one is more consistent than some Ramones albums because. A lot of Ramones albums do not have that many good songs, but there's always a few tracks. Like you can always count on the Ramones for one or two or three tracks on an album. So, all right. So let's see this. Let's let's talk about it for a second since we're here. Uh, self-titled tracks, leave home tracks, tracks Rocket to Russia tracks, everything up to Pleasant Dreams. Road I think is where you start. Tracks. Where where you're like, are there tracks? Yeah, Pleasant Dreams. Let's see. Dude, KKK took my baby away is one of the all time. Yeah, for me. yeah, it's a track. Especially because uh, apparently Johnny wrote the lyric or Joey wrote the lyrics about Johnny, which makes it so funny. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, I think I think Subterranean Jungle does not have tracks. <laughs> uh. Psychotherapy, uh, not a fan. Um, not really. Okay. Look at too tough to die. <laughs> Nothing's catching me on too tough to die. Too tough to die. Mama's boy is all right. Warthog is good. Okay. Um, that's where that's where I think the plot starts to loosen up quite a bit. Is this mid period? Um, but i digress your 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 point is dead on they have tracks everywhere i think their first one two three four five uh, easily five maybe six albums um absolutely have a grip of tracks like four to six easy yeah. and those early ones it's like oh this is a song this is a song you know this is a song you know like I think you're right. Ple- Pleasant Dreams has a ton of tracks, and then you're right. Subterranean Jungle is where you start with. Uh, yeah. Hey, there's yeah, one a or little, two. A little bit of here. a slide. Yeah. Um, this record is cool. So let's let's go in on it. Um, uh, if you've never seen it, we're going to talk about the record cover. It's one of the best parts of this record, in my opinion, and the story behind it is even better. So we'll fill that in too. Um, you ready to go track by track? Let's do it. First song, I Don't Want to Grow Up. I don't want to have to learn to count I don't want 
Um, so this was like a minor hit for them, which is cool. Yeah, it sounds like they're trying to give a classic Ramon sound to a record that is only sort of that. It's fine. Mm-hmm. It kind of yeah, washes fun. over me. Um, it's got that Ramones beat. You can bob along or not. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, it's funny to cover a Tom Waits song, especially like as the opening track of your like swan song album. How how um how uh how close to the original is this rendition? Not very close from That's my what record. I was I'm, say. I'm, I'm, I'm not a big very, Tom Waits guy, but it's not feels very, very Ramones. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, oh, but they're but question. but they're one of those bands that like. I think the album before this was a covers album. Acid Eaters is a full-on covers album. Um, is it good? And, is the question. I mean, it's it's just a like Ramonesified versions of a bunch of song like like yeah, Phil yeah. Spector songs. Probably I don't know. <laughs> it's like True. it's not a. I imagine it's not crucial listening, so, but like so. Uh, Tom Wait covering the Tom Wait song. Uh, Joey Ramone, lead singer. Um, how much? What? How much older was Tom Waits than Joey Ramone? If you guess, um, not much. Two two years older. Tom Waits okay, was born yeah. in forty nine. Joey Ramone yeah, born in fifty one. Sounds right. That means Joey Ramone was older than both of my parents. There you go. Hell yeah, good deal, you old bastard. Um, <laughs> do you like this song? It's fine. I mean, it. Okay. The way the That's way that right it kicks answer. off the one, two, three, four. I'm just like I'm listening to a Ramones album now. Here we go. <laughs> so like uh, I'm cool with it. Making monsters for friends. This was a bigger song off this record. Question mark. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Question mark for sure. <laughs> I, I, um. I guess. I mean, it's it's maybe one of the better songs on this record. It's it's fun. It's <laughs> it, it it took me for a turn because like I just forget that they had different members sing Dude, songs. Yes, correct. This is a points. CJ song, right? Yeah. Yeah. So like, so for me, I was like, oh yeah, I forgot about CJ Ramon. Um, <laughs> so here we go. Cool. Um, the only thing offensive about this one is that it just feels lukewarm. Um, credit for it not being just recreation of their old records. Um, it's fine. Eh. I mean, it's the thing about all these songs is like, you know, I'm kind of knocking this song a little bit, but like, I also think of the title and can immediately just think of the song and it's like in my head and it's catchy. Mm. Um, part of that, I think, was also Didi Ramone wrote a, bu- a bunch of songs on this um, album. He did, including the worst one. So yeah, uh, well, that's a fact. But like, but he, you know, had an interesting relationship with the Ramones where he quit the band, but then was writing songs for them again. So, um, and I think he he's got chops, dude. I mean, he writes yeah. some bad songs sometimes, but he writes some great songs a lot of the time. So I don't know. Mm. Um, this mm. isn't a great song. But it's uh, it's catchy, so hell yeah. Um, <laughs> it's not for me to know. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> this feels like the most low energy. It's like to me, it feels like they are not present 
for the recording of this song in any uh, way. The crooning is is too much here. Yeah. Um, if His you crooning this, is not great. Yeah. No, if you love this stuff, you really need to dig into the world of like 50s and early 60s male vocal pop and like doo-wop. Because if you want to hear somebody, oh, whoa, 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 <laughs> all over the song, oh, whoa, oh, e like, bash my head in with a rock. Um, the song itself feels very social distortion to me. Yeah, musically. sure, sure. It has these big flourishes on a somewhat sparse template otherwise. Uh, it's, it's, it's. This song doesn't grab me. There's another one where we get plenty of crooning that I'm, I'm like, yeah, I, I like it. So, so what can I say? It's, um, uh, it's well, I, that actually is to one of my, I guess, larger points on this episode. One of my few larger points is like the Ramones exist in this space where typically I like bands like this because just because I, I think they're interesting. Where it's like Motorhead, the Ramones those are two fine examples where like these bands just go on forever. Mm-hmm. They more or less sound exactly the same with like yep. minor fluctuations here and there and like, like a variance of quality, but it's like always reliable. Like, and a lot of the time it, songs like this, it feels like, or not songs like this, their songs in general, it feels like they went into a practice studio and were like, Hey, I got an idea for a song. Here it is. Like, you know, the template, let's just write this. And they bang it out. And sometimes that results in like one of the better versions of that, but other times, and probably most times it results in either just like, yeah, this is fine. This is like, this is uh, like something we can put on a record or like, it's a bad version of that thing that they put on the record. So like, yeah, this is just the bad version of them like going into a studio and being like, Hey, I got this riff. Let's do it. Okay, cool. Right. I don't know. Oh, oh no, it's dead on. It's dead on it, yeah. it, your, your note just to start on the description of the song where it didn't feel high energy. That's, that's the thing. It's just, you need to come with to a song like this uh, with energy or confidence or even better both well yeah and like you know and and there's there's moments on this record that actually i feel like you can feel the band like going for it and this just it's not there which for the third song on the record it's like it's rough fourth song the crusher another cj song it's about wrestling it's kind Uh, of catchy yes it is it's it's tepid but memorable yeah (laughs) um uh, Ramon's song about a pro pro wrestler or pro wrestling in general. Uh, I feel like that Venn diagram of people who like pro wrestling and the Ramones, is it bigger than we think or is it smaller than we think? I think there's some, there's some overlap. There's a lot of overlap. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you know that this song was originally recorded for DD's first solo album when he was like a hip hop guy? <laughs> So this is actually you like said a too much right there. I, yeah. I my brain just stopped. <laughs> it just you were saying yeah. words and they all made sense until you got to the end of that sentence. I was it was just like, yeah, what? This, 
this is, I don't even really a, want to ask. It's, this is originally a D.D. King song. So, yeah, everyone do with that what you will. Mm. Go listen to it if you want. Lots of wrestlers want to be sedated. Will I need to be after getting through this record? <laughs> uh, no. Um, may not my favorite song on this record, but a song I like. It's Life's cool. a gas. Life's a gas. Oh, Life's oh, yeah, a gas. The, the yeah. Crusher. The Crusher's good. Um, it's fine. Uh, Life's a gas. I really like this song. Um, I like it, too. high level i actually think this is one where i'm like okay this is a ramon song that i would take as a like maybe the not my favorite song on this record but maybe number two or three um it's funny and almost self-aware of their own musical tropes whereas it's not for me to know feels like it's low energy this one feels like yeah we know we're the fucking ramones we're gonna do some (laughs) wacky stuff i dig this one yeah this is my favorite song on the record at up to this point um, oh yeah this one feels like triumphant in a way like i feel like mm-hmm. this is what like the final ramones songs on the final ramones record should sound like like this this would actually be a great fo- like outro song on this record i think it's oh, like good point okay it's just perfectly fitting so yeah it's it's uh it's a good one and so simple like beyond Dude, the lyrics simple. are like one sentence yeah, yeah. Uh, next song, Take the Pain Away. Here we go. More crooning. <laughs> it's cool in lieu of like actually singing. <laughs> like, like imagine yeah. if you could actually sing and you're like, nah, instead I'm just gonna be like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> like Harry Styles goes in the studio. And it's like, well, you can hit notes, but you're like, maybe instead I'll just talk and go, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Dude, I mean, but that's the that's Ramones, like, baby. <laughs> I love, I love it. I love it. Uh, I like this song just fine. It doesn't outlast <laughs> its welcome. Um, the music is nondescript good in that Ramones way. The odd, but here's the thing: the odd vocals give it life. Oh yeah, like, that's what makes it unique. And this song is a good example of that. I, I, I'm with it. Dude, I mean, I don't know how much you know about like the Ramones personalities within the band or if you ever like saw the documentary or read any of the books or anything. Nope. I kind of went down the rabbit hole on that stuff. Not even because I love the Ramones. I just think that they're like such weirdo characters that they're yeah, kind of had a really fun. bad haircut one time and you had to be like, all right, I guess I might as well leave yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, but like like Joey is such a tragic figure. Like he really always thought that like the next record, they were going to have a hit and they were going to be the biggest band. Like he like truly believed in them, which oh, is just, oh, oh, oh. yeah, which exactly, which is so wild because he like, like just contributed. I mean, 
he contributed a lot. He's Joey Ramone. He was very influential, but like, yeah, man. I mean, he's very limited in his abilities, I guess we'll say. Um, so it's funny, but yeah, this is, uh, <laughs> this is, uh, Ram- <laughs> quote. he was very limited in his potential. The Ramones. <laughs> limited his abilities. Yeah. I mean, his potential, he went far beyond no, his potential. No, you're, you're totally right. Limited yeah. his abilities is the right thing. I think I yeah. said it wrong. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, um, but this is Ramon's paint by numbers. I think it's yeah. kind of a fun song. I do too. Uh, I do the, too. Ener- the energy is there. It's fun. Whatever. Yeah. Moving on. Um, I love you. Next track. Uh, you could tell me this is like an unearth ancient demo track re-recorded. And I believe you. This feels like there is no band in the history of music <laughs> that gets a bigger pass on the the amount of demo level unfinished, <laughs> like not fully baked tracks as the Ramones get. Like they just like so many. You're like, well, that was sort of like a Ramones song, I guess. <laughs> Here it is. Well, this Track is seven. So this is a Johnny Thunder song. But it's so part like, of this. It's, so, okay, so, it's part of the so, charm, you know. So yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. But I mean, but but that's that's Johnny Thunder's. I think like I don't know. Maybe this is like blasphemy to some people, but like he's another one where I'm like, there's not many tracks there, man. Like yeah, you you no. can get away with just kind of like sloppy guitar, like rock and roll vibe, and and Johnny Thunder's got away with it. And then Didi Ramone was like, Johnny Thunder's are the best. I'm gonna write songs that sound like that, and he did exactly the same thing. So like. Yeah. I'm I'm with you 100. percent And and so this song, even in the flow, that makes sense too when you frame that. It feels slightly incongruous with how well constructed much of this record is. Despite my complaints, like the drumming is pretty solid on this record. Even when they go to a very simple thing, you can tell there's a level of competency that they can do much more. And this song, it's just like, oh, okay, what? All right weird you know yeah it's completely unnecessary and it feels mailed in i mean like i i feel like the only reason they included this is maybe just to be like to like give like a tip of the hat to like the people yeah. that they were influenced by mm. or like their contemporaries or something mm. i don't know maybe yeah. i guess um <laughs> next song Cretan family uh so this song's the worst song on the record yes um, my notes were Didi Ramon wrote this song. He was 44 years old at the time. <laughs> um, Daniel Ray, who was ex Shrapnel, is listed as co writer. Oh, and Shrapnel, uh, pre Monster Magnet, Jersey Shore band, uh, wrote one of my favorite Ramonesy power pop mix songs. Combat Love. Uh, mm-hmm. If you've never heard it, track it down. I love it. Uh, so shout out to Daniel Ray for all this. So my my uh, commentary will be aimed strictly at D.D. Ramon, who also then forced CJ to sing the song. Uh, I'm not so upset about my horrible self, but why don't you go upset yourself? Hey, here's the mirror. See your stupid face. What a disgrace, man. And you know it's true. Cretan family, Cretan family, Cretan family. Everyone's against me. Cretan family, Cretan family. Cretan family, oi, 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 oi. Don't stare at me. It's freaking me out. Look what's happening now. It's all your fault. You can't do nothing, absolutely nothing, okay? Why don't you get a hula hoop and do the Cretan hop? <laughs> and 
Creating family, creating family, creating family. Everyone's against me. Creating family. Oi, oi, oi. I'm never wrong. Don't tell me what to do. Here's a little curse. It's from me to you. 44 years old, people. It's nothing going to happen. Nothing ever will. You'll be miserable every day. Your luck will always be bad. What? Pete. I don't know, man. I think it's like, it's kind of interesting. I like the hula hoop. You'll be miserable every day. Your luck will always be bad. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking barn burner here. (laughs) It really makes you think sometimes. Listen, man. Oh, boy. It's the the beauty of art, you know? All right. Um, Next next song. Some things just transcend time and space. Uh, Next song. Have a nice day. This is fucking. This is Mozart compared to Crete and family. Like, like high, high level. Um, have a nice day. It's pulsing. It moves quickly. It is simple. It is a Ramon song that is pretty good. I don't like when Johnny Ramon or Joey Ramon barks, um, <laughs> and he does that in a lot of this song. It doesn't do it for me. Um, yeah. I don't like this song very much. All right, next song, Scattergun. Uh, <laughs> Scattergun's kind of catchy. It's yeah, like it's, it's simple, soft melody. Yeah, it might be my favorite CJ song on this record. Yeah, it, it's almost power pop. It's it's good. It, yeah, it's, it's good. Cool. Uh, probably the best CJ song on this record. Um, next track got a lot to say. Um, boy, the lyrics this one, on this one. Are, oh, geez, do you want to pull so, them up? I mean, the lyrics are, I got a lot to say. I can't remember now. That's right. Um, this record, this song, this song, not this record. Um, it's like kind of fun, sleight of hand work. Uh, lyrics match the content. You have more of a heart, or maybe the harshest sound musically on the record to a more playful singy part. Yeah. Um, it's good. Some of these elements make Adios Amigos as a record more fun on an album listen than it gets credit for or that maybe it even deserves because it's like okay like for every Cretan family there's a song like this where there's a lot more going on and at least it's playful and it's like these two tracks scattergun and got a lot to say strong they're not they're not bad i'm not taking them over i'm not putting them in my top ramones list but like i'm cool with them it's totally not top Ramones, but yeah, it's, oh. it's, 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 it's better than a lot of stuff on this record. And the energy is there, which I think is the important thing. Cause like with them, like the lyrics, I don't care the, you know, the content of the song, it doesn't matter. It's, it's more just like about is the drive and the energy there? Because that's really for me, like what I'm coming to the Ramones for or like that's the right. catchiness, you know? So she talks in rainbows. 
I think it's is it she talks in rainbows or she talks to rainbows? Oh, sorry, yeah, she talks to rainbows. Uh, she talk, my, I think she talks in rainbows is a Rolling Stones song. I got confused. Um, best song on the record. It's too weird. It's so weird. Dark tone lyrics are so weird. Um, this is uh, this song could be like uh, co-titled Tim Burton's Roy Orbison because that's what Jerry Ramone's doing here. <laughs> like, Interesting. Like a nightmare before Christmas, but it's Joy Ramone. I like this song a lot. It's so, so odd. Um, easily my favorite song on the record. Interesting. I, I didn't feel that strongly about it. I, th- I think I it's a fun it. song. I think Go it's back the, in. It's a, it's a nice, it's, it's nice because it is a change of pace. It's a little mellower. Mm-hmm. Um, it's maybe one of the, lo- it's definitely one of the longer songs on the record, but it moves pretty quick. Yeah, it's it's cool. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't feel I'm too much it. about it. Okay. I am into it. Um, Last one. Born to die in Berlin. Sometimes I feel that my soul is as restless as the wind. Well, maybe I was bound until die in Again, we get back and it's more up-tempo, flared with some attitude. Um, there's also kind of like some self-immolation, so I'm into it. Uh, I thought this was a pretty good close to this record overall, though I don't know if I'd call it a great closer uh, in isolation. Yeah, I don't think it's a great closer. I don't think it's a great song. It's kind of like heavier and stompier. Um, it's just like it doesn't do much for me. Apparently DD's vocals are on here at some point, but they're kind mm. of muddled. So mm. you don't even really notice. Mm. Um, I don't know. It honestly, to me, it's like, I want them to end with a song like life's a gas. Yeah. It's more like triumphant, like, like, Hey, Hey guys, we did it. We're the remotes. And like, instead it kind of just ends with this thud. So, I don't know. <laughs> um, how long do you think this record is? 32 minutes. 3401. Okay. Not terrible. Not terrible. Um, no, it's not bad. I, f- I feel like it could be like 25. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it'd be Creed great. Family's two minutes right there. Um, yeah, you could you could drop three or four of these. They it's a, This is a solid 20 song record. Is that crazy? Real? That's, That's crazy. not real. No, it's no. not real. No, it's, we, it's we, 13 songs. It's 13. I was okay, adding yeah. the tracks. Okay, yeah. it's 13 songs. That makes sense. I was like, there's no chance this is 20 songs. Uh, let's let's just get right to it, Pete. Let's let's grade this record. People got to go do they shopping. Let's do it. Holistic well, quality out of 20. I'm a stranger on the street. I see you're holding uh, an original vinyl copy of the Ramones Adios Amigos <laughs> LP. Hey, is that good? <laughs> Uh, I'm right in the middle. I'm going to say 10. It's fine. Pete, I give it a 12. Okay. So that's pretty good. Yeah, sure. Stranger, sure. Um, highs out of 10. How good are the best parts of this record? I gave it a 7. I gave it a 6. Lows. How bad are the worst parts of this record? I gave it a 3. I gave it a 4. 
Okay. Competency and peer review out of 10. Um, I'm comparing it to other Ramones records and trying to say, like, I'm not going to try to compare it to their most and da da da. I give it a five. I give it a seven only because it's it's just a Ramones record. It's just mm-hmm. like, you know, it's okay. I'm okay with it. <laughs> uh, drag factor out of 10. It uh, doesn't feel like it drags too much. I give it a six. Okay. Um, I give it a five. It, okay. It's fine. It's just long enough and, and it has a little bit of a middle section that I could do without. Yeah. Flow out of 10. Um, they feel like a bunch of songs all together with different people singing, different songwriters. Uh, you know, it's it's... I don't know that flow was the intent, nor do I all ever think that the Ramones were really trying to write these, you know, <laughs> movements and waves of like a concept album. Right. Uh, but this certainly isn't it. So I gave it a five. Yeah. Flow. I gave it a five. Aesthetic. Pete, can you describe the cover of Adios Amigos? <laughs> uh, it's a fantastic cover with a bunch of dinosaurs wearing sombreros. So it's dinosaurs wearing sombreros. Yeah. That alone had it pretty high for me. It's so stupid. Straight up so <laughs> stupid. Like who 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 would do this? A friend of the podcast, Dave, said, and also I think I've seen a couple different variations of this, and they're they're just wearing it's always dinosaurs wearing sombreros with the fringe on them too, which is truly the best kind of sombrero. <laughs> um, especially if you're a dinosaur and he said, Oh, you know what? Those look like the dinosaurs from the far side cartoons uh, by Gary Larson. And so then we led into a conversation about if you could get Gary Larson to do uh, artwork for your band. So um, I think, Oh that's, man, I know. Right. Makes you want to do music. Doesn't it? It does actually. Um, so, uh, Pete, <laughs> the story that I was getting to was that I believe it's, I think it was Joey. No, it's Johnny Ramone added that. And this is, this is from the uh, conversation. The dinosaurs were, quote, what we felt like. <laughs> <laughs> so you felt like dinosaurs wearing sombreros. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Um, awesome. <laughs> Nine out of ten. <laughs> I gave Dinosaurs it a seven. Sombreros, that's what we felt that's like. That's what we felt like. Yeah, I mean, hey. You gave it a who seven. Has, who hasn't felt like a dinosaur wearing a sombrero? Oh, Jesus. Um, <laughs> yeah, I gave it a seven, but but that uh, that quote makes me want to push it to a ten. I'm going to keep it at a seven, though. You either die young or live long enough to think of yourself as a dinosaur wearing a sombrero. <laughs> Impact and influence out of 10. Uh, I gave it a three. <laughs> I gave it a four. Yeah, I mean, like like the Ramones are incredibly influential, but this record is not that. Unless there's something I'm completely missing. Yeah, there's some uh, world of people that are listening to this. Uh, intangible, etc. Any kind of little things about this record that made you feel away or you just can't assign in one of the other categories. Pete, I gave it a six out of ten. There were was just enough on this, the last Ramones record, 
for me to be like, all right, you know what? <clears throat> I'm not going to let the lameness of their like ne'er-do-well, ill-conceived, uh, misdirected fans who don't get them to ruin a band who decided to put dinosaurs wearing sombreros on the cover of their 14th album, right? 14th mm-hmm. studio album when they were in their mid forties. Yeah. Bless up. Uh, I gave it a six. <laughs> I feel that I give it a five. Perfect. Uh, what was your final score on this bad boy? I'm at a 56. I'm at a 55 and I feel really good about it. Nice. The Ramones. Um, you're, Pete, so you are adding this one to your collection, I imagine. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> That's my answer. You can put that on the, 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 pr- the promo. We'll do that. Uh, how about you? You own it? No, I'm good on this one. <laughs> I'm good on this one. Uh, email us at trackspod at gmail.com and you can find us on social media at at trackspod on instagram and twitter do it leave us nice five star reviews we don't take any other reviews just five stars we appreciate you uh we appreciate the ramones go listen to one of their first five or six albums and uh you know eventually get yourself along and uh listen to the she talks to rainbows song for me Happy holidays. Goodbye.